what's up? Welcome. Thanks for stopping in. Uh, I just want to let y'all know that there might be some strong language in this episode. So uh, if your kids are in the room, get them out. Don't let them listen to it. Uh, unless you really don't care about their ears. I don't I don't care. It's up to you. Shane, anything? Fuck. Yeah, words like that. Don't say it. Don't listen. Don't let them hear it. Anyway, on to the episode. Giggity, good morning. What's going on? Welcome back uh, to the longest hour with Spencer Peck. I'm your titular host, Spencer Peck, and uh, today for a guest, I have my buddy Shane Melhouse. How's it going? So um, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, so Shane and I have been friends for not six Ten. years now. Oh, what? Ten years? No. Six. Yeah, six. I met you freshman year, uh, high school, and we've known each other since. But, dude, I remember the first day of school, I didn't know anyone, like a freshman orientation. And I hop on the bus with you, and I don't know I don't know you, I don't know Alec, I don't know anyone on that bus. And it's all freshmen, of course, because, like, you know, orientation. But uh, I walk on, and immediately Alec looks at me and he goes, Yo! Are, are you, you Kevin? Kevin? I'm like, no. And then I'm, I keep walking. I sit down like across from you or behind you or something. You're like, you turn like, sup? I'm Shane. You dab me up. And I was like, this kid's cool. I like this kid. So I sat with Alec on the bus for a while. And then I ended up sitting with you for like the next two years. And we got Lawrence. I miss the bus. Honestly, I do too. I saw, I dude, I literally see it go by my house every day. I'm like, you kids oh, don't know how good behind. it is. Yeah, dude, it goes it goes by my house. I literally get home and it goes by. Like, for, I get home from work at 2.50 and the bus is going right by. Yeah. Dude, sometimes I race the bus. Like, Is it Tanya? No, no, she quit, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see her from time to time, though. Like, every now and then. She was so hot. <laughs> I still don't really... See it. You, are she, you telling me she you was, didn't think she was hot? She was. She was beautiful. She was pretty. I didn't. I don't think she All was right, like. Okay, fair. Yeah, I don't think she was like. She wasn't a smoke hot, show. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, I guess I I could start it off with uh, I want to talk about bike life for you, because you you've introduced me to a whole world that I didn't really even know existed. A lot of people this yeah it's, it and they think it's stupid hooligan stuff well it depends on you know who's partaking i guess because like we know a few kids that <laughs> don't do the right thing on a bike and then we know you and a few other friends that are pretty safe and you know do stunts but it's nothing like on the highway going 200 miles an hour like flying but um, what I really wanted to talk about is like what it's what what is it even like like for you? Cause for me, like showing up at East Coastin, I felt like an outsider. But it was sick because it was basically just a block party. But I didn't know anyone, and I was walking around with y'all, and y'all knew like half the people there, and I was like, "This is, <laughs> is that a carburetor?" But like, what's it like for you? It's 
just feels right, you know. How so? It just feels like I'm supposed to be there. Like it just. What do you? Everything that's going on. Because you ride a bike. Well, yeah. Well, not necessarily because a lot of people ride bikes and they don't really like understand why people are into this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. Just there was an attraction toward it because my dad. Dad for, used to do some stuff. For context, we're talking about motorcycles, not bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that might be a misconception. So, yeah, I just saw a picture of my dad doing a, a trick on a motorcycle one time, like a Polaroid that I found in the attic. And I was like, oh. Didn't he get hurt though? Yeah. That didn't, dis- <laughs> that didn't dissuade you whatsoever? Nah, it didn't. So, like, I guess that leads to, like, how did you feel after your injury? Because, like, before you were going crazy, you were literally learning stuff, like, left and right. And then all of a sudden, you yeah, broke yeah. your you literally broke your back. Yeah. You know how distressed I was hearing that? I was like, what? I guess it's kind of because it was, like, unrelated to that. Like, I got hurt doing something completely different. I mean, it's kind of the same. I was on a four-wheeler. It's kind of the same, yeah. But... but, yeah, it's not like I was doing wheelies at a lot. Or on the road, and I fell and got hurt no but like i mean like how did you feel after your injury when like you found out you broke your back and then you were like oh i can't ride for like the next like six months or something like that and then you realize that like it might get you seriously hurt if you get hurt again like honestly like when i was i completely like abandoned the idea of going back to anything related to motorcycle stunts like on Instagram, I would scroll through my feed and my that was all my feed. And anything, anytime something would pop up related to that, I would scroll right past it. Mm. Like for the longest time, I would just scroll right past it, like pretending I was uninterested, which I really was uninterested. But now I see I was like pretending because like now that it's riding season again, because that was over the winter. Obviously, mm-hmm. I couldn't mm-hmm. really even touch my bike. Yeah. Now, this, the second there was a warm day, I was on my bike. The second I got on the road, wow, <laughs> right up. <laughs> Dude, I remember that. It's just like, I just can't, can't control it. It's like something like... So it feels right. Yeah. What, like, what, is it just, do you think it's just that your dad used to ride, or is it like, well, have you developed def- your own thing for it at this point? The, the main reason I got into wanting to ride a motorcycle was because I wanted to be on the road ASAP for some reason. That was just my goal. And I found out that when you get your car permit, you have to be with a parent the whole time when you're 16 like the day you turn 16 you can get your car permit and you have to ride with a parent for like whatever however long until you get your license with a motorcycle you can get your permit go to the dealership buy the fastest motorcycle in the world and ride it alone on your 16th birthday i don't i don't know if you've made that this connection but i feel like this connection i've put together is that i remember when we were freshmen sophomores before we could drive or anything like even even before we like we had our permits yeah like i remember coming to your house or you coming over like just us hanging out and your bike was always in the picture and you were always either doing a wheelie or going as fast as possible my motorcycle no oh, my on, bicycle? on your bicycle oh yeah i would oh yeah i would tread on that thing <laughs> yeah did you ever put that together like i mean well yeah because i might I, this when I found out that when I was 16 I could get my motorcycle permit I was like 13 or 14 so I just was obsessed and I saw that picture when I was probably 12 so oh, yeah. I was always on a quad or dirt bike or bicycle just being reckless on it <laughs> for no reason at all so, but like I just wanted to 
having a control having that control over something that like oh it's not meant to do that obviously so yeah. being able to have complete control in a way that it's not even meant to do that it's just when people see it that's why people always swipe over my story or message me and they're like the people that don't know about it like you they're like holy crap like what is this mm-hmm. so like how do you feel about the people that like do take advantage of it and like either or, or, like, oh, like ruin the image of it yeah like they ruin the image of bike life or just stunting and yeah it definitely definitely sucks a lot like we used to go to that that Worcester, the, the train yard in Worcester mm-hmm. and that if you go there it's a rest on site now because there was a whole bunch of dudes on dirt bikes like not legal yeah. road bikes and they had drugs and guns and they were just hanging out there yeah no I remember going to the what was it Barnum and Bailey Circus whatever they, when they had the ball full of people in motorcycles oh, really? and they just I've kept adding dude really yeah, oh my god uh Dude, pull that up. No, I'm kidding. This isn't Joe Rogan. <laughs> pull that up. Pull that up. <laughs> no, but um, it's like they'd, they'd have one guy go in at first and he'd just start flying around. And then they'd have a second guy go in at a different angle. And they at some point, they'd have like five or six people just all going at once full speed in a ball, like a cage ball. You know, pause for a second. Yeah. Like I've seen videos of that ever in person. Like that's what I meant. Yeah. How the hell do they do that? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, how? How do they not hit each other? It's math. I, like, <laughs> what? It's math. It doesn't make any sense. I can't comprehend it at all. Every, anytime I see a video of that, I'm like, what is how? Like, <laughs> what is just, how? Just hurts my hand. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I think it's, uh, it's, well, that's why it's in the circus. It's, it it's looks bad. impossible, but you know, it's just a trick. But everything else that's in the circus, you're like, oh, he just has good balance. Or, oh, it's a fake magic trick, obviously, because magic isn't real. So the ball, that... you go, oh, that's math. And they did it really well. Like, okay, fair. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, so I want to jump back to high school real quick, and then I'll finish off with bike life again. Okay. But uh, high school, I just, since we're literally out of high school and becoming adults, as I've started to realize over the past few months, um... You have any advice for incoming freshies? Cause freshmen going into high school. Yeah, either literally anyone in high school, like other than a senior, because they're already gonna know. Just take advantage of being a kid, cause like literally. it really slaps you. Literally. Like, oh, what am I gonna eat tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, I have to go get food. Jeez. Oh, I haven't gotten paid in like a week. Oh, I get paid next week. Wait, I spent all my money on video games oh no yeah really really just appreciate where you are like yeah school's boring and it sucks and it drags and you gotta do homework but like i genuinely miss having being able to go home and then just chill being like a pile of poop like and not worrying about anything you have to worry about so much being an adult we don't even have kids like you and me we don't even have kids yeah no we're not even dude we're not even of legal age to like go drink or anything (laughs) yeah and we're just getting into it like there's people that are 40 like and have been through it like are adulting by now but there's like dude there's still some 30 year olds that don't know what they're doing yeah no like i have some like some dudes on snapchat and they're like almost 30 and i'm just like what are you doing like i'm ahead of them (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing no yeah honestly just live your life man but don't okay my advice in high school 
Don't hoe around. Don't be a bro guy. Just be you. Don't follow yeah. in with a crowd or uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, stereotype. Don't fall in with a stereotype. Don't like. Don't fall in with like a group. Find your own like path. Because in high school, dude, watching these friend groups that like were together since middle school, yeah, and were clearly toxic for each other. And I guess they just didn't see it, but I saw it coming in because I didn't know anyone in high school and I was just able to, like, read everyone. Yeah. But, like, seeing some friend groups that were already toxic just devolve in four years... Honestly, though? Was the cra- No, it was the craziest thing ever. Like, yeah. But honestly, if you think about it, like, that is good advice. But you gotta, like, live through that to, like, know yeah. like, what to do. Like, well, just That's the thing with advice. I don't understand why yeah, people exactly. give it when you, you're gonna go through it anyway. My advice, like, do nothing. Just do what... Do well, nothing not but do nothing. Just do nothing but do anything. Just, 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 just keep doing what you're doing, and then everything will line up. Yeah, just just eventually. don't just don't. Or it won't, and you'll well, just like either die or you'll be sad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Just just, just stop listening again. <laughs> no, don't stop listening. Don't stop please. listening. Uh, no, nah, just just be you. Just. Like, do the right thing. That's all I can say. Do the right thing. Yeah, try. Just try. <laughs> <laughs> just try, I guess. Just try your try. best. Oh my god. Even if it isn't your best, like... I don't, yeah, I don't know where we're going with this. Oh my god, dude. Oh, just try. <laughs> Alright. If, if you have to pee, go pee. If you have to poop, go poop. Just breathe a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Look around. Eat when you're hungry. That's my advice. Yeah, we can't give much advice, I guess. Yeah. Besides, you know, look around and breathe every once in a while. Actually, that's a good one. Breathe. Yeah. Breathe. Also, do wheelies. Like, you said we were going to go back to high school, now we're going back to wheelies. Do a wheelie. Those are nice. <laughs> oh, fun. yeah. Bike life. Uh, I guess this is kind of related to both. What do you have to say to anyone that might, like, be starting, uh, like, to do stunts and, like, be super afraid? Like, if I were to start now, like, what would you say to me? Like, so... I'm actually, uh, damn, <laughs> just froze, um, like, a lot of people message me on Snapchat, and they're like, what bike should I get, or, like, like, how do you do that, or, like, people that already have bikes, like, Ken, for example, he's like, how do you, like, wheelie, and I'm like, you just gotta, just gotta be careful, like, you don't wanna just, like, do it to, like, like when you do a wheelie, obviously your goal is to continue doing a wheelie. Like mm-hmm. You want to do it for as long as possible. You want to possible. You want to pull up in that position, but you don't want to go over and you want to yeah, stay exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. Like, so people, their goal is to just see how far they can get, and that's how you get hurt. Like they, using the power of the bike to go as fast, and then you keep speeding up, and then you're going 80 miles an hour. And if you go too high up, you like die. <laughs> yeah. So my mo- my advice mostly is to just slow and. A lot of people listening, pretty much everyone listening, I'm assuming right now, has never done a wheelie in their life. To do a wheelie, like you, I'm sure you've seen on my story if you have me on Snapchat, and you're like, how do they not like fall backwards? Your back brake is on your right foot, so when you do a wheelie, you have pressure on the back brake, and that keeps you from going backwards. So you have a lot of brake control, and people that want to do wheelies and they're learning, they want to do it as far as they can so they're speeding up the whole time because they're not at balance point if the second they go old, like too high up they don't know their 
Your muscle memory... No, hold on, not your muscle memory. Your brain's instinct is to throw your legs out. And that's how you eat it, and you get road rash and hurt. So you have to train your brain to have muscle memory to, this is too high, foot. Not to bail, to press your right foot, because your right foot is basically... The back, it's the back break, right? Yeah, yeah it's the back break. Yeah. That's how you do it. Hmm. Sweet. Alright, man. So, uh... Just, uh, actually, hold on. Yeah, man. Just start slow, and don't care of what, what of, like, what you look like. Like, do it safely, and just take your time. Learn it the correct way. That's my advice. Alright, All right, so, jumping, I just came up with another question for high school, man. And it's actually, I think, that are suited for us now. Um, this conversation's hilarious. We're just bike life high school, bike life high school. <laughs> well, honestly, I feel like it's just, it's a, it's good to, like, reminisce, because we haven't talked about high school in a while, either. Yeah, that's true. But, like, and I haven't talked to you about bike life and I don't know, because I've been at school for a while. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. It's just good to catch up. Either way, <laughs> either way, um... I feel like it's better suited for us, but uh, what advice <laughs> do you have for people about to graduate? Because there's a lot of people graduating right now, and like it's not it's not gonna hit them just yet that like they're an adult. Uh, Hopefully, see, it's hard to give advice, like, like I said before. Like, but like, how did thing. how did you feel coming out of high school? Like, how did but, like you and I you and I both realized like coming out of high school we didn't fully. Yeah, it didn't feel like you're out of high school. Yeah, until maybe it doesn't feel like you're out of high after. school until like you're like haven't been in high school like for a long time where you're actually like I very like far from it. There's a six month to a year period yeah. where you're like in this zone where you're still your mind is still in high school, but yeah. like you're going through the motions where you're like adulting or you're starting to yeah. adult. So as soon as it hits you're already adulting really and you can't you, take like, it back when you're working full-time or you're in college for like a while and then See, you're like wow my life's completely different that's like when you think about i feel like in college it doesn't hit you as hard yeah, until maybe junior year which i'm going into next because it's like the last two years i've felt not like high school but like like I, I went to a boarding high school, I guess. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it just I, felt like school, but you live there. Cause yeah, yeah, <laughs> cause, cause I, is, cause but, yeah. yeah, but like my classes are super small. Like I go to a smaller school, so like yeah. I have smaller classes. Like it, it genuinely feels like I'm in high school, but it's just way bigger, and I live there. Yeah. So like, I feel like it does. It doesn't hit me until I come back for summers when I'm usually yeah. chilling with y'all, vibing, like just doing whatever. And I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning and go to work till 3 o'clock. Like, it's, it's, you don't realize until it's already happened. And, and then it's too late. Like, honestly, it didn't even really hit me until, like, a month ago. Like, this job I have. Because, really? Yeah. Dude, you were doing a lot after high school, too. I like, know, like, when I, like, when I, even when I moved to Connecticut, like, it was just, it's because it was summer. So it just felt like summertime. It was the whole summer. Like, and I was doing fun things all summer because that job was sick. And then when I came back, I mean, yeah, when I came back, I my the job I had after my Connecticut job, I hurt my back, so I had to get a new job. 
that job was just so like fun and not like serious like i could just do whatever i want with some music the whole time like it still felt like a kid like it felt like a like a summer job almost even though it wasn't summer it, like felt like a summer job if that makes sense yeah no i get it and now my job is very i don't even know the you're, word you're doing like construction type stuff more so yeah. like you're working with big equipment yeah it's just heavy lifting and fucking see yeah. from going from working at price chopper for what was it literally sophomore year to last year yeah sophomore year to last year that was five years wait you don't work you're not working another summer no no god no Damn. thank god dude <laughs> my my last summer was, la- was the last time i was ever doing that i was working i was waking up at 5 a.m going to work till 2 30 coming home for an hour and sleeping because i was so tired and then going to work for another five six hours i was working 60 hour weeks most weeks this is completely unrelated to anything you just said you want to hear a funny story <laughs> what's up what's up <laughs> So, um, remember when we were going to the beach and I got my fake ID taken away? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that happened, and then yesterday, I was wearing, like, a similar outfit, like a child outfit, like basketball shorts, no no socks, and slides, mm-hmm. and then a t-shirt, and a backwards hat, and then my dad was, like, making fun of my outfit, and I was like, yeah, and also, if you wear this outfit, they'll take your fake ID away at a, at a liquor store, and then he's like, laughs, and then I shut the door, and as I'm shutting the door, he goes, wait, what? <laughs> I get in the car and then he opens the front door and he goes, Shane, they give the fake IDs to the police station. He's like, where did that happen? I was like, in Webster. He's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Because that would be really embarrassing for him. Oh yeah. Because that's really illegal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very illegal to have a fake ID. Yeah, I know. And I was like, nah, I washed her. Throw it away. Did you? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. (laughs) That'd be really awkward if he saw it. At the police station. Dude, like, he just comes home one day. He's like, so Shane. For context, my dad's a cop. Yeah, in the town of Webster, which Shane got his <laughs> ID taken away. Oh, I'm so... Did I ever tell you, like, how it happened? Like, she was like... Sorry, you I didn't put, tell me. I put you the didn't tequila on the counter. She asks me how my day is going. I'm like, it's going. And then she, like, takes my ID. and doesn't look at the date. She, like, takes it and brings it over to, like, the machine that they scan it in. And I paid a lot of money so that way this ID could scan like yeah so i figured it worked and then she just looks at me and she goes this id's fake and i go no it's not and then she <laughs> goes what's your birthday and i said the incorrect birthday <laughs> said how wrong, did you manage that i said the wrong year for some reason and then she goes yeah this is fake and i was like ah uh, i just like didn't know what to say and then she's like so we can either call someone meaning the police to figure this out or i can toss this and i was like you can just toss it and then that's why i think she threw it away i didn't watch her uh hmm well we'll see what happens i'll get spanked or i won't or you will get spanked by the police and not just your dad <laughs> cruisers show up to my house bro dad dad I, dad help me help. out he's like sorry i can't no nah, i'm leading this investigation <laughs> uh all right man i think we should take a break real quick and then we can come back hit some heavier topics that i have lined up for yeah, us let's do it and then uh we can end off the episode Sweet. Sweet. all right fuck it we're just two kids in a basement my dad's mowing the lawn outside so you might hear a lawnmower but it's okay we got it all worked out i guess
So, <laughs> uh, welcome back, Shane. It's only been about 20 minutes. We just uh, had aggressive sex. What? What? Uh, You're not nah. comfortable sharing that information we, to the public? No, we didn't do that. I'm not it's trying to be so funny when we're talking about something serious and your dad goes by <laughs> like right next to the window. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it, it might make for like good side commentary from my dad, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Guess. I don't know, man. We can have him as a guest at some point. Be like that, how's the lawn mowing going? How's the lawn doing? <laughs> how's the lawn doing? You treating it alright? No. Um so I guess to start off with my next topic, it's just, we're going to dive into the heavy shit because uh, I know you kind of had a, a whole ordeal going on at some point and then I had my whole ordeal with it. But uh, I guess to just state it outright, death, I, we've both been through some shit, I guess. But uh, I kind of wanted to, I wrote this down while I was at work and I was just like, when I thought about you coming on as a guest and I was like, I got to like... I gotta get his take on it. So, him, what was it like to lose your grandfather? What did you go? How did? What did you go through, and how did it affect your schooling? Because I know you ended up staying back because of it. I was just sad, man. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like it's like that was like the first death that's ever really really affected me. Like all the other, I've been through some other ones but yeah. wasn't really close with any of them like that one just like really fucking sucked so I just like I missed a lot of school obviously I missed like three weeks of school and then yeah. that just sent me back I also we're gonna backtrack a little bit mm-hmm. when I got accepted into Bay Path they didn't give me a placement test and I'm like you know I'm a little special so <laughs> they put me in all like honors classes like oh yeah that's right Rick's teachers and like i've never been one to be good at doing homework so like their homework and their classwork like when i missed those weeks of school honors was hard on you yeah yeah and it just they all just kept piling up and i was procrastinating and i was just i was behind since the, the start of school so that just really messed me up and then yeah ended up staying back also bay pass sucks for that because at like, other high schools you can like retake that that class that you mm-hmm. failed the following year like you still move on you just retake that class and that's why there's like there's uh like juniors with sophomores in certain classes yeah yeah, yeah. like they're just taking classes like i wish baypad just did that instead of making me repeat the whole school year yeah no nah, it was definitely I mean, sucky because they well they did that but like oh my god i forgot where i was going it's all right nah just remember no i can't remember i can't no um they they definitely did some weird stuff with their classes but um i remember they would basically dude where was i going with this i keep like having the train of thought like come in and then it just vanishes out the other ear um oh my god where did it go over there where did it come from what was it my train of thought yeah what was the thought you had i don't know oh yeah that's that's why we're in this Yep. Um, <laughs> I guess just to move back to the top. I said, um, classes sucked. Teachers were hard. Oh, honors oh, classes. Oh, honors yeah, classes. Honors um, classes. I remember my freshman year, I went into honors classes, and they basically, like, put every freshman through it. 
besides like the kids that did really bad in their high school but um by uh, freshman year I was in all honors classes and it was like super important to me and by junior year I was in maybe two honors classes and it was somewhat important to me and by senior year I had no honors classes uh and they were not important to me because here's some high school advice I realized that honors classes don't mean much for college as long as you pass the classes and you do all right you're probably going to get accepted to a college but once you're in college bro nothing no as long as you pass the class it doesn't matter like if you pass the class you're fine it's all a numbers game unless you're an engineer don't use chegg as an engineer you might break a bridge so please engineers pay attention to their to your homework anyone else feel free to just cheat uh, don't do that <laughs> don't do that um back to the topic though uh, we really veered off far from death. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, you you lost your grandfather freshman year of high school, so I mean, kind of just jumps back to the first topic. Yeah. Or second, whatever it was. But um, no, nah, I could just kind of relate with it because I, 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 all the time, I think about my grandfather a lot because over 2020, uh, I lost both my mom's parents, and it was just like. Dude, it was devastating. Like, I, I didn't... Yeah. It was two completely different situations, though. Because my grandfather suddenly passed in January. And I was at my ex's house, and we were just chilling. I was there for maybe, like, two, two, three hours. And all of a sudden, I get a phone call from my uncle, who doesn't, like, call me ever. Unless it's, like, my birthday or something. And he's saying happy birthday or something like that. But he, uh... He calls me and he's like, hey, uh, you need to come home. Coming through the front door. I'm like, what? what? Okay. So me already knowing something's up because my whole life I've kind of been like prepared for some sort of stuff like that because my grandfather was always in and out of the hospital. And uh, at that time, my grandmother had been in and out of the hospital with aneurysms and brain tumors and all this terrible stuff. So I, I was very familiarized with hospitals in that sort of setting, unfortunately. But um, I came home and I, I, I had called my dad on the way there because I was already like, what happened? Like, I think I already know, but what happened? So he told me my grandfather died, had a heart attack. So I come home consoling my family, doing whatever. And I'm stone faced. Like, yeah, I, I didn't react for another for until maybe a month. Or maybe yeah, uh, it uh, that that night I broke down. I broke down, but like, of course. But like, I didn't really fully r- realize and react until a month or two went by. And now it's like every day. Every day I'm like, dude, because th- there's such a difference from when my grandfather died from a heart attack suddenly, right after like coming out of the hospital after a few weeks and feeling like perfectly fine. I talked to him that morning, whatever and he just has a heart attack there's a big difference from that to my grandmother who had aneurysms who i watched have strokes and all this terrible stuff and then who ends up finding out she has a brain tumor and then they get it out and then it comes back or i don't even know the full story because at this point i was so out of tune with it that i didn't i didn't want to hear it i didn't i didn't want to hear any more bad news even though i knew what was coming yeah so i just you know let things happen and spend time with my grandmother and 
I was at Cam's graduation party when I found out that she died. Like, it 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 was it was a lot different. I almost feel bad, like, cause I got to say goodbye to my grandmother. I got to watch her die. I got I got to have my peace with it. My grandfather, who'd been pictures all over my room of me and him, who's been my best friend since I was a child, since I was born. Yeah. I didn't even get to say goodbye. I didn't. It was just sudden. You were prepared for it. Yeah. You were, you were prepared for your, your grandmother. Yeah. No, it was just, it was like, but I, I was stone-faced for the longest time. And now, like, sometimes it's kind of hard to, like, just, like, not, like, be really, really upset about it and just, like, yeah. tear but up what about gets it. Me most upset sometimes, like, I still think about it, like, every now and then. Like, I was, I was a freshman in high school when that happened. Like, I was, I was a kid. Like, now I am, like, who I am, like, who I'm. Like, I'm not going to change that much mm-hmm. being an adult. Like, I really am who I am. And I, he never never got a chance to, like, show, like, you know do, what I mean? Like, do you he ever, like, know me, like, who I am now? I wish I could, he could see who I am now. Literally, like, last week, I, I was, like, looking up at the sky. And then I was like, I hope y'all are, like, at least proud of me or some shit like that. Like, yeah. I, I, j- I said something like that. And then my mom, like, two days later, goes to a psychic and, uh, to preface before my grandparents i've been through a lot of death unfortunately i've had to uh basically see my uncle one day and then find out he was dead the next uh and we don't really even know what happened um he was in the hospital with pneumonia and then all of a sudden just died um my great aunt had lung cancer and died um my great grandmother, uh, who was over my house a lot when I was a kid, she died. Uh, my dad's dad—I never met him because I wasn't born—but he he died, and I heard a lot about him when I was a kid. Like I just—I heard a lot about these like really cool people that I would have gotten to meet, or like I lived with these people that I would have been able to talk to now and like have like coherent conversations with, and I yeah. can't, and it's it's shitty. But like my mom went to the psychic, and she talk to him her i don't know i think it was a girl but she basically said when she came home she had a ton of notes because my mom's like all spiritual uh she's trying to be like a spiritual counselor now she's starting her own business and all that yeah she has a lot of cool rocks (laughs) um no yeah she she's doing really good with it but uh she wants to learn more so she went to the psychic and she took some notes and uh she came back and she told me how my uncle tried to like bargain with god and not be in heaven or wherever um and that he like he like was upset that he was gone too soon uh my grandmother apparently came through and said like that uh she was upset that she would wouldn't be able to like go to my wedding or my sister's wedding but like it was just her time her body couldn't handle it anymore and my grandfather was just pissed as all hell to be there, which Damn. makes sense. That man was remember a living, he, uh, breathing fireball. Remember when he was in the hospital and he called you at like three? Oh night? my god, dude! <laughs> that was so funny. Oh my god! Tell the story real quick. I, dude, I don't even remember it. Like, I, I just, I, I like, cause it was three a.m. Like, yeah. how? I just remember like getting a phone call and him just being like super out of it, just yeah. like 
and he when he was on the drugs that they gave him in the hospital he was always out of it like he would always like talk about how the doctors were hurting him and the nurses were punching him and beating him like he literally punched a nurse at one point because he believed like but like that's what happens when like you're on those drugs and it like changes your head like it messes with you he was perfectly fine otherwise but like he dude he like on those drugs he just was not okay but like they couldn't give him normal pain meds because he was he had been taking them for high doses of pain meds for a while for his back because he fucked it up. But either way, poor nurses. Fuck you. It's kind of how it was though. I remember one point he was like asking for me to come to the hospital room and he was just in really bad shape because he was out of it. My parents like would not let me go in and he was like pissed as all hell at them. But yeah. But yeah, you called. You you don't remember, dude. I barely remember. I, remember. I remember. I remember the call. I don't remember what he said. Anything. I just remember picking it up and just being baffled. Like, well, he because he said what? I remember because you remember you telling me at the time he said that he wanted you to come pick him up. Oh to yeah. Take his car. Go to the hospital. Pick him up. <laughs> and you're like, what? Are you sure? Oh yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I can leave now. It's it's all right. Go pick me up. Yeah, he was <laughs> trying to convince me to get him out, and my mom had told me, okay, now now I remember. Thank you for jogging my memory. Yeah. He was asking for me to come get him out, and my mom had previously told me, like, a week or, or a night or two before, that he would try calling me and try to get himself out, and that he was not allowed to be let out yet. So, and it wasn't, like, for mental reasons whatsoever. He just wasn't, like, he just hated hospitals. Like, he, yeah. he wasn't good to go whatsoever. Like, he probably could have ripped, like, a, a stitch or whatever, but, like, dude wanted to leave. Yeah. So. Can't wait to be old. I can. I can. I still need to get into the prime fitness, bro. I need to, like, literally get a 12-pack abs, like... 12-pack? Jesus Christ. I want to be... look like... I want to be God, okay? <laughs> I want to I wanna look like God. I don't want to be God. I want to look like God. I in shape. Out of hand. Okay. No, I, I guess <laughs> I can wait to be old, but I'm excited to be old. Why? I just can't wait. Because when you're old, you can basically do, do and say whatever you want. So you're allowed you... to be crazy. All right. All right. You're just going to mess with everyone. When you're older, you're just going to be like screaming and swearing at little kids. Like... Yeah, dude. I'm going to sit outside Dunkin' Donuts and just like bark at all the teenage girls that go inside. Can we be the crackheads that we used I to see in high school? You're going to go to Dunkin' Donuts and bark at all the like, girls that get I mean, there. let's do that like, like in a couple years. <laughs> And we'll look like crackheads barking at people. But if you're old, they're just like, oh, like, like, it's just old, that old guy. Yeah, oh, exactly. So we just, we just are that old guy. Yeah. We're those old guys. <laughs> yeah, both of us. <laughs> Dude, no one ever sees us apart when we're walking down the street. We're both like shuffling, but there's nothing wrong with us. We're just shuffling down with like ragged clothes and we're like, oh. <sighs> just staring at every car that goes by. Or like, you know that old guy that in Webster who's always on his lawnmower and he waves at every car that goes by? Yeah, he's really nice. Yeah, like that guy. You like that guy? Oh, so that old guy, not like that old guy, but like that old guy. <laughs> yeah, like either or is cool. Or I mean, to some people you could be that old guy, and other people you could be that old guy. <laughs> <laughs> really depends where you are at, a, at what you, time. You you have to be really good at like determining who's what car is driving by at the time. Oh no, well, I mean you could just I meant like during the day, like different times of the day. Okay, all right, no. Jeez, so like ha- so like half the it. day you're like mowing your lawn, the other half of the day you're like humping your lawn ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! Like, jeez, <laughs> you got like a pink, you got like a pink flamingo or like some gnomes or something. You're just grinding on the gnome. You know what I found out? Adding aggressively to anything makes it ten times funny. Like I was pooping. I was pooping aggressively. 
That's not correct grammar. Wait. That was aggressively yeah. pooping? Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Right, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. I, know, I get what you're saying. aggressively get... shitting. <laughs> it just sounds... In your head, you're like, oh, jeez. Yeah, man, I was I was lifting earlier. I was aggressively lifting weights. <laughs> yeah, man. Honestly, though, just... Aggressively jerking off. All right, just, all right, all right. Just sounds gross. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I said all right that many times. <laughs> nah, honestly, though, like... I, I want to, like, I, I can say I'm glad that I went through what I went through, but at the same time, like, you always want those people back, but, like, it's always, yeah. like, a, I feel like it's a strengthening thing as well. Like, after going through this many deaths in my family as well, like, you kind of, like, you kind of just, I don't get, you, you, you can't say get used to it, because you never get used to it, but... It was a bad time to laugh. I'm still laughing at you. <laughs> Saying aggressively. Helping lawn ornaments. <laughs> just not expecting that. Alright, continue. Um, <laughs> no, it's just... It's like... It doesn't get easier. But something definitely changes after the first couple. Yeah. Unless you're super close with someone. And then it... it like, it still stings. But you know how to get through it at that point. Like you're yeah. not like completely broken up over it. Like I'm like I'm fortunate I haven't been surrounded by death. Like literally other than my grandfather. Like no one else. So that's what like I'm fortunate, but it also sucks for like when the next person dies, because I'm just gonna See, like I don't I don't know yeah, I don't know what it's like to be in your shoes. Like Yeah. To for to not have seen that much death and like Dude, like, I, I've seen, like, my sister's best friend way back in, what was it, their, like, third grade year. Mm -hmm. She had a stroke. Oh, jeez. And then she was um, hospitalized for a long time. And when she finally got out, she had trouble eating. She had trouble moving. Like, it, it was, she, she was completely different. And then she ended up passing at some point. And then this girl I grew up with that I went to daycare with got in a car accident while she was on vacation or she was on a moped and a car a drunk driver came and slammed into her and she passed oh my God. yeah right like after, it's just after going through and not witnessing but like having people like that that you've been around for so long like just you'll never see again it's it's there's a different feeling yeah, every time sure. But it's, it doesn't get easier, but it's always a different feeling. That's the best way I can describe it. And it still stings, but it's always, you always still have people there. And I feel like that's the biggest thing. Like a lot of, like a lot of times when you have a close one die, like you don't, you're blinded for a little bit about who else is with you. Unless, you know, they're like your family members. But like, even then sometimes you just, you, you're blind because maybe the person that died was your closest family member like it's just it 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 changes people for sure but it's always just a it's a different feeling every time but it's always a feeling of loss yeah yeah sorry for the heavy topic man <laughs> I, that, I just okay, i can't gotta lighten it up again now yeah honestly yeah we can't end it we can't end it like this how much more time we got like 10 minutes so what do you want to talk about shane 
just kidding. I have a secret topic in my mind. You have a secret topic? Yeah, man. So, it's a bit controversial in uh, our context. Not in podcast context, but like our context. Okay. You just got to do a relationship. Okay. It was pretty uh, divisive. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, when you guys first got together, because it was it kind of broke up a friend group. Yeah, definitely, definitely caused a ruckus. What do you how? How did you feel going through that whole situation? Like, cause you guys like weren't together. You guys were just friends. Yeah. And then shit just happened. Like. Yeah, I mean. We don't really have to get into any details. No, you don't. I'm we not saying just, you do. Yeah, we can just. You can get just, super, super vague about it. I just, I like a gist, like, like, like. It just. How did it feel going through it, and how do you feel now? Because I know y'all are super happy together. Like. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I don't regret anything. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life, honestly. And. Like, um, yeah, just. I mean, it sucks because it just it felt. I felt unheard and unseen. It just felt just bullcrap, you know? Like, lost good people in my life for some baloney. Yeah. And it, and now I don't have those people in my life when I'm the happiest I've been in my life. But, you know, sometimes you just move on to the next chapter in your life and those characters aren't coming, aren't part of the story anymore, you know? Meet some new people. I met a lot of new people. Would you ever be opposed if anyone ever were like, hey, bud, I'm sorry, man, like... I mean, that, that, I mean, kind of, in a way, has happened, but... Yeah. You know, yeah. you definitely learn a lot from things like this, like, wasn't expecting it, but it's definitely a major life event that probably everyone will go through, like, you just people in your life, and then a blink of an eye, they'll be gone. Sometimes you just... Fall, like you just fall for someone and then it's the wrong situation yeah but like it happens and sometimes it really works out for the better and you just yeah, definitely did it just you know yeah. it's all it, i feel like it's all circumstantial for you know each person it's like subjective i guess yeah but um i know it just for a while it was like devastating because like see like I'd, I wasn't, I'm, I was part of the friend group, but I wasn't, like, in the friend group, I guess. Yeah. Like, I wasn't in any group chats or anything like that. But I remember you coming over and you're like, dude, everyone dropped me. Like, Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm also very fortunate about. I kind of set my life up. Like, this comes into the advice thing with, with uh, like, high school kind of. Like, just do what, like, just just be you everything will fall in line because i like everyone has different personalities to them different people they hang out with and all the people that are actually there for you will be with you so i had that friend group and then i have our friend group obviously and you know it always felt like a little bit weird with the other friend group but they were cool and fun people to hang out with no definitely they were definitely like fun people to chill with i just i always got a weird feeling from them like i feel like they never really like want either wanted to talk to me or if they did it was for like a short time and they would bounce to someone else and then which i get but at the same time i always just had that weird feeling like i don't like honestly it's like the biggest thing of everything ever 
those folks. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I, I love everyone in that friend group. It's just I got like a weird feeling. Like I feel I felt like a little like I wasn't wanted. I don't know. It just it happens in a lot of places though. Like it, I feel like sometimes it's fake, sometimes it's real. It's just a feeling people get. Just gotta work through it, man. Work through it. Breathe. Like I said, look around and breathe. Like Shane said, take a walk. Use your feet. Do a wheelie. Do a wheelie. Exactly. <laughs> don't use your feet. Wait, no. Use your right foot. Use your right foot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do a wheelie. Don't use your feet. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, we wrapping it up now? Yeah, honestly, man. Uh... I don't think I got much else to say. Thanks for coming on. It's been a blast. I hope to come back soon. Yeah, bro. Honestly, I have uh, a short list of people that want to hop on. Um, I can definitely get you back, though, considering I'll probably see you a few more times over the summer. A few more times? Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully. I mean, you're right. As long as I don't die. Jesus Christ. We're not going back to that. (laughs) We ended good. I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. I won't die. I don't plan on it. Alright, well. I mean, if I die, it was Elon Musk or Shane. <laughs> Thanks for coming on to the longest hour with Spencer Peck. I was your host, Spencer Peck. This has been Shane Melhouse. I want to thank you all for coming out, and I'll see you all in the next episode. Shane, you got anything you want to plug or say before we head out? Fuck! It's a good one. See you on the next episode. Longest Hour with Spencer Peck is created, produced, edited, and cared for by Spencer Peck. Keep an eye out for new content on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, my personal YouTube, or Instagram.